Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Man, it feels nice to say that again. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me is my pink brother. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I'm doing well, and I'd like to think I look good in pink, so I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the shout out. I was going to make a Machine Gun Kelly reference to the pink thing, but I was like, nah, you don't listen to Machine Gun. But I, I did recently go to his concert um, four days ago, actually, which oh, was awesome. Oh, nice. How was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. He was wasted <laughs> during his concert, like completely like wasted. He puked <laughs> after one oh. of his after one of his songs. Well, not not. Well, he did on stage, but it was like off stage. He like ran over to like a bucket, Chuck, and then came back and finished all the rest of his music. And he got fined um, because he he kept going over to his band and had them play songs that were outside of the the original set that they had made. So, yeah. oh, I didn't know they had to stick to that so strictly. Well, the I, at the building we went, so we went up to Wisconsin. Um, at the, I think it's called the Family Insurance Amphitheater. And, um, yeah, so we went there to go watch it. And I guess he, he only rented the building out to a specific time. And then after that specific time, which I think was, I think he rented it until like 1030. Cause I think it was around 1045. He said, we're getting fined, but we got, we've been getting fined at every single building that we've gone to so far on this tour. Um, so fuck it. <clears throat> we'll pay the damn fine, but we're finishing our set is what he said. So, so what time did y'all get out? Well, okay. First of all, what time did it start? Um, doors, um, opened at six. And then, so it was Machine Gun, well, it was this guy named um, Ian Dion, I think that's how you pronounce that guy's name, and then second was Avril Levine, and then it was Machine Gun, yeah, and then it was uh, Machine Gun Kelly um, as the main event. So, um, the concert went from from 6.30, I'm I'm guessing, because they they had like a pre-show that Ian... Do they went from six thirty all the way until about eleven thirty, and um, we were about an extra hour getting out of the parking lot, and I got yelled at by my wife because of that. <laughs> because um, after he was done with his last song, I wanted to see him like say goodbye to the audience, and my wife was like, 
<clears throat> let's just go. I want to beat this traffic. And by the time we got over to the car, we were stuck in the parking lot for an extra hour and didn't make it home until 3.30 in the morning. Holy that, mother. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but um, do blame it on the, uh, I have the worst Taco Bell luck everyone like anytime i want taco bell it's always closed don't ask why and i'm sure there's a lot of people that share the same um same sympathy as i do but um <clears throat> um we were gonna get taco bell after the concert and the one we stopped at a gas station there was an open taco bell and i was like nah, i don't want taco bell so we got back on the highway and i was like you know what I was like, pull off on this next exit. I was like, let's actually grab some tacos. So we pulled over on the next exit. Taco Bell was closed. Oh, um, no. Well, well, no, they we pulled up. They weren't closed. We pulled up and they said, we can't accept any drive-up orders at the moment because I guess their machine for that was down. All they could do was Uber Eats and um, what's, what's that other other one uh, uh, door, DoorDash. DoorDash. They they can only accept those orders at the moment. And I was like, I was like, well, I'll pay you the money, and when your system comes back up, just put it in the in the thing. And she's like, yeah, we can't do that. I was like, sucks. Um, so we went next door and got White Castle, and I got four double cheeseburgers, um, a pack of ten. I think it was like ten chicken rings, and um what else did i get and some mozzarella sticks <clears throat> and ate that on the way home and boy was i gassy <laughs> I, I imagine but man was it fire to eat it <laughs> but yeah i went to the i went to the machine gun kelly concert which was a really good night went to that for for my anniversary on my anniversary day like it couldn't have been any better than that um <clears throat> and then, um, Doug, um, I, I need to congratulate you because we did take a three week break for, since our last recording, which I mean, you wouldn't know that listening to this podcast, but, um, I, I survived the roast of wrestling Chris G. <laughs> I mean, everybody I thought did a good job. I wasn't at no point. During the evening, did I think, oh, we're going to have to shut everything down? Um, it was fun. Um, I think somebody said they were surprised that we were even here because um, his brothers at one point, I think a couple months out, was like, yeah, we're going to be sitting at home. We're going to get a text in the group. It's just going to be you saying that it was off. <laughs> I was like, that's gonna come about three days beforehand and i was kind of low-key keeping an eye on things because oh they, they they put you guys in a different group chat no 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 just the one that you had set up he's Aww. like that's where he would that's where he would put it um and i was kind of keeping because i thought you might pull something just to pull it and then you say it's it's off and then like a day later you're like nah not really <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I went through with it. Um, everybody apparently was shocked that I was going through with it. It was, uh, I, I I say it's kind of a once in a lifetime type type ordeal because it 
who who does a roast for for their birthday and like i i felt like i was like okay well <clears throat> i feel like there's a lot of jokes that about me um outside of the podcast which it was holy shit did people have some jokes about um <laughs> about our older podcast doug <laughs> and um and yeah they they joked a lot and um, everybody was able to say whatever the hell they wanted to say nobody really stuck to their five minute um timer on on the tv that was flashing at them they 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 said f you chris i'm gonna go until i'm done and <laughs> they they all did it i mean i think the only one that went with the timer was Sino. <laughs> i think um he's not gonna hear this but and i'm not really like taking a shot shot because i think he would admit it if he was here he was kind of in that time we're best friends because i think he was kind of using that as like his parachute he's like once i hit that timer i'm done <laughs> i think he would have stayed on if he was in the middle of something but yeah i think so too I, I don't know if he practiced i don't know if he like laid his stuff out I feel like he was really he he didn't okay and I don't know if this is going to make the final cut. I'll just make a note um, depending on where this part of the conversation goes. But he alluded to a lot of sexual things without thinking that he was talking sexual <laughs> at all <laughs> during his set. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know how how it felt like from your your side. Like, what did you think? when he was saying half of the stuff that he was saying <laughs> on his part of the roast. And I was like, I don't know where he's going with this guys. <laughs> he very much doesn't have a filter. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, leading up to it, you know, it was going to be okay. Well, we're going to be at your, going to be at your place. There's going to be booze. He's going to be fine. And I mean, to everybody's credit, nobody was, um, thanked. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Alex. <laughs> maybe a little bit. He might have. He might have been. He might have been. I think, he, I think by the time I called him up, he might have been down a six pack. Um, <laughs> not more. Because um, yeah. you saw he couldn't answer me. No, he couldn't. He, you asked him, and he's like, he's like, maybe two, maybe nine. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Sino very much doesn't have a filter. And I mean, you had kind of laid it out that, you know, everything was on the table. And I think if anything had gotten too bad, I think either you would have shut it down or or uh, your wife definitely would have. See, now you got me doing it. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know if we say her name on this show, which I don't. It's not like some secret code or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, she definitely would have shut it down if it got too bad. So I wasn't really. Yeah. You know, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do. Everybody pretty much did what they were going to do. <laughs> he tried talking about the bachelor party. Everybody shut it down. Like, bro, do not talk about the bachelor party. Do not talk about the bash party. There are wives here. 
everybody was like, oh, I don't know. Who, who, who was there? Who was at that bachelor party? I wasn't at that bachelor party. <laughs> I, I almost fell out at, at um, <laughs> her dad. He's like, I wasn't invited. <laughs> Fuck you, I know <laughs> you were pouring the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically remember one time where the the bottle came over to my mouth and it was just waterfall. <laughs> Drink this. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Um. So that being said, everybody, we are back. Uh, we're getting back into the swing of things. Um, yes, we, we finished the row, so you got to hear a little bit of how, how things went. We're not going to go too, too much into it. Uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll put the audio out there for people. Maybe a very edited version of the audio. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, today's episode is episode 90 of the Pokemon series. It's called In the Pink. Or translated from Japanese, The Island of Pink Pokemon, which premiered March 18th, 1999, and here in the States, February 12th, 2000. So, yeah, um, we're still in that crux of just very shy of a year difference between between these episodes dropping. Doug? I, I think um, you know, I wasn't really sure how the translation from specific Canto to I mean now we're we're into the Orange Islands wasn't um, wasn't sure how the translation was going to go, but I, I I feel like it's going pretty smoothly so far, and I mean you know you still got Ash and Misty and. Tracy's not quite as he perverted as Brock, but he did have his moments in this episode. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, all right. But other than that, bro, we got our talk out of the way. Are you ready to jump on into this great episode? Well, the semi-great filler episode? You know, I mean, obviously this is end of the episode talk, but I didn't mind it. Similar. Well, we'll get into it. I, 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 did, I didn't mind it either. And when I said, uh, when I was saying that, I mean, I, I didn't hate this episode. Um, there's definitely been worse um, Canto filler episodes. Definitely. Um, 100%. Yeah. Maybe even one being a banned episode, which good thing that it was banned. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, other than that, so you ready to jump on in, bro? Really? All right, let's go ahead and hit this. All right. <clears throat> oh, I forget. I forget they do the theme song thing twice at the, like coming back. Yeah, in. that got, that got me too. I was like, damn it. <laughs> All right. So. Our heroes, we, we start this episode like we're going to start 90% of all of these um, episodes in the water on Lapras. Our three heroes are on here. Tracy's playing with Togepi. Ash is po polishing the GS ball. 
Misty seems like she's just enjoying the water. Togepi seems like, like, what are you doing, Tracy? Okay, I'll give you a laugh, but will you shut up? And Pikachu is just right on top of Lapras's head, just chilling. And <clears throat> Togepi and Tracy's like, man, this is kind of weird. And Misty's like, what is it? He's like, please don't think you, don't tell me you think something is wrong with Togepi. And he's like, no, nothing wrong exactly. But you think Togepi would have learned um, at least one attack by this time. And Misty gets all gleamy eyed and she's like, yeah, I know what you mean. Doug, you want to go from here? And then we have um, Misty, uh, she kind of has a, a bit of a flashback. Well, not a it's not really a flashback. I mean, yeah, it's happening in the past, but as as far as we know, it happened like two days ago. She's like, well, I've been trying, and we get a little, like, um, they're, like, out in a field, and Misty is demonstrating um, to Togepi what a headbutt is. And she's <laughs> like, you move your head forward like this, and Togepi just runs up and hugs it. And it's, ah, and... No, it's it's not like that. It's more like this. And she goes like full bore into it and she knocks herself loopy. And and before the uh, flashback fades out, Togepi's like patting her uh, little bump that she's got developing. Um, <laughs> Just so cute. And Togepi's just living her best life. And then we get a uh, moment uh, 14,902 of Ash being a dick. And he's because he's polishing the GS ball, minding in his own business. And he goes, Well, maybe if Togepi had a better trainer. And she goes, Oh, you talking? And she pulls his cheek. And he's like, Oh, I was just talking to the Pokeball. Um, <laughs> that was funny. And um, <clears throat> I want to take it back to the very beginning of the episode for a second because something really bothered me. Okay. Um, the narrator was going in. They're like, oh, our heroes are riding on their friend Lapras. Like, bullshit, that's Ash's Pokemon. <laughs> like, yeah, he thinks of his Pokemon as friends, but, like, that's a caught Lapras. It's not a... <laughs> it is. But... A taxi service. <laughs> but re remember, I mean, of course, in, in, in Ash language, he's just keeping Lapras until Lapras can um, fi find its family again, and then he's going to give it back like a dumbass. Well, that's true. It's his M.O. <laughs> For real. I mean, he can easily, his Lapras can visit the other Lapras anytime because his Lapras is legit a baby Lapras. What better way to raise a Lapras but then to raise a baby Lapras? And I don't know. I mean, it's just, it bothers me. Like, he should have that Lapras. Like, he never sees this Lapras again, ever. Right. Not, not, not. They didn't even tie any loose ends together on journeys yet with with this damn Lapras. Just throwing that out there. Well, you know what is what is Pokemon if not loose end central? <laughs> For real. But then the next scene that we end up going into is <clears throat> um, after Misty kind of um, gears one in on Ash. We hit a whirlpool, and the whirlpool starts shaking the water. And they have really, really bad turbulence. Pikachu's holding on to the top. And Lapras goes in and starts using what looks like surf on the on the whirlpool. So 
um, everybody won't fall fall off. We go ahead and we get the title sequence in the pink. And then from here, we're completely jumped to um, where Ash and everybody have landed on an island. And all you hear is the water in the background. And Ash wakes up. He's like, Pikachu, Misty. And everyone's like, we're okay. Are you okay, Ash? And they're just looking at him like Ash took the worst bump of, of them all. And Lapras is just chilling over in the water. And Ash is like, where, where are we? And Tracy has his binoculars. He's like, man, could it be? And he's just looking around. He's looking. He's looking. He's like, we're on Pekin Island. And they're like, where? And he's like, Pekin Island. It's a mysterious place surrounded by humongous whirlpools. And those cliffs are um, hardly anybody has ever been able to explore this island. So nobody knows what type of Pokemon live here. Doug, you want to go from here? He's like, he's completely gung-ho because he's like, I might be the first Pokemon watcher to discover certain types of Pokemon. And, you know, we'll say those whirlpools gave me, um, I'm not going to say like, you know, the shivers or anything, kind of like warm and fuzzies playing the games because I remember whirlpools being a big part of uh, playing at least the early games. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. So he's, yeah, he's gung-ho and he starts um, climbing up a, a cliff. And I see these Pokemon, and Ash is like, "If there's Pokemon to be, um, to be looked at, I'm going to be right behind you." So everybody starts climbing up a cliff and right into it. I mean, we're three minutes into the episode, and uh, Tracy real. gets Tracy gets Tracy gets to the top of the cliff first, and he's like, "Ah!" and They, 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 they come across a pink Rhyhorn. And right. a- Ash is looking. He's like, he's like, man, that's not even possible. He's like, but I didn't think Rhyhorn were supposed to be pink, Misty goes. And Ash, of course, takes out Dexter. And he pick, pulls up a picture of Rhyhorn. And Rhyhorn's gray. But then now he, the camera pans I have over. an issue with this right off the bat. Okay, what's up? Familiar with um, different pigments of Pokemon because they were at the island of um, Professor Ivy. Her um, mixture of food is giving the Pokemon on that on her sanctuary um, different coats and stuff. Yes, they shouldn't be like, oh my god, a pink Rhyhorn. They should. They should look at the tree and say, oh, he's eating the pink berries. I'll bet you what's doing it. But they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing in the world. And it's at this point, Tracy being stupid. Like, I don't know why you would charge at a Rhyhorn to begin with. But he's like, man, I, Ash. I know. But And he goes and runs over because he, he wants to get a closer look at this Rhyhorn. And Ash is like, Tracy, I wouldn't do that. And Tracy just crawls over. And Tracy's like, man, don't worry, Ash. I'll be careful. And he puts, he licks his finger and he puts his finger on the air. He's like, downhill is the way. And so he's checking the wind and he's crawling, he's crawling, and he's, he's getting closer and closer to Rhyhorn. And Rhyhorn's just eating these pink berries like crazy. 
And Trace is like, just stand still, Rhyhorn. And he takes out his sketch pad. He's like, I'm going to sketch a masterpiece. So he starts sketching this Rhyhorn. And as he is sketching this Rhyhorn, he's looking in his machines beeping. He's like, man, this thing looks to be about eight meters long, one meter high. He's like, oh, man, this is a big Rhyhorn. And then he goes and he gets closer. And he's like, man, that horn is about 20 centimeters long. He's like, and Ash is in the back with Misty. And they're like, man, I don't think he should be getting that close to Rhyhorn. I don't think this is a good idea at all. Missy's should like. have a lot of room to talk about not getting close to Pokemon. He oh. should. <laughs> For real, right? And it, you know, Miss, Misty's like, well, he's a he's a Pokemon watcher. That's what they do. He probably knows um, more about Pokemon than we do. And, and Pikachu's in agreement. He's like, well, he he went to school to be a watcher, you know, or whatever the fuck. And has to get all fucking ten year old. He's like, well, I know more than you think, and I'll I'll go prove it. And he the fucking idiot. He he just goes charging because it's his show or something. And he goes, <clears throat> he goes up to the Rhyhorn. He's like, how you doing, buddy? And the, the Rhyhorn immediately gets down and starts to snarl. And Ash is like, oh, ho, ho, no, no need for any of that now. It's just me. It's my show. You can't really hurt me. And um, he walks right up and he pats Rhyhorn on the, on the horn. And he, he looks over at Misty. He's like, see, I know what I'm doing. And you can just see Rhyhorn's like, I'm going to kill you i'm gonna <laughs> and tracy has to stand up he's like it's gonna charge and you know what do you know he just goes Wah! and ash goes flying and he just lands on his head next to tracy and tracy has to a, a limp ash up and misty's like it's gonna use takedown and togepi pops out and is like what's going on over here and running and, of course, they run towards Misty, so Misty and Pikachu are in the line of fire as well, and they run to the to this cliff, and they're fucked. And, you know, if it wasn't, you know, only six minutes into the episode, I might be a little worried. And everybody's screaming, and Togepi's just kind of looking Rhyhorn dead in the eye and starts, you know, doing a, a metronome motion. And... Um, Rhyhorn goes charging off the cliff and lands on a tree about halfway down, and everybody else is teleported uh, to safety. And they're like, what's going on? Officer Jenny is basically telling Ash that this is a protected area and that um, she protects all of the pink Pokemon that are here on this island, but she doesn't want a bunch of tourists coming over to this island and capturing these these pokemon um because these pokemon live here they're these pokemon live here they grow and they i but what what was it that she said that they're a little um smaller in size than the normal pokemon due to what they eat there doug yeah yeah the diet the yeah. diet yeah Okay, that's 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 what I I thought. And officer and uh so <clears throat> they see the um Rhyhorn that is stuck in the tree that was chasing Tracy and flew off of the 
of the hill and um, officer jenny and misty tied ash and so that they can go down this hill grab the rhyhorn and she's going to back her truck up to pick up rhyhorn and they brought rhyhorn back up to the top of the cliff and then from here we run into team rocket you want to go bro Officer Jenny kind of frustrated me here because um, she's like, you know, what are you doing on this land? It's protected. And he's like, well, we didn't mean to come here. It was an accident. We were being chased by this Rhyhorn and we were transported. And that's when Jenny looks down and she's like, how did he get there? Like Ash threw him. <laughs> <laughs> how did he get there? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is our our first encounter of the episode with um, Team Rocket. We also get a nice little cameo from Jigglypuff because Jigglypuff is getting a free ride on top of the Periscope. Yes. And, of course, Jesse is in the driver's seat of the submarine, and she's like, I see a pink Rhyhorn. And... um. <laughs> what what James would have stopped about, team uh, rocket from yeah what uh what would have stopped team rocket from telling giovanni about these pink pokemon after they left this island because i'm sure he has resources i mean i know that but but wouldn't giovanni want some of these pink pokemon because they're so valuable I'm sure if he wanted to, Giovanni could basically snatch up the entire island. He could tie up like six or seven helicopters of his big helicopters and just lift it. But call in the the field group or whatever. <laughs> so uh, Team Rocket goes. Uh, full steam ahead towards the island and of course they get caught up in uh, a whirlpool as well that poor Magikarp doesn't stand a chance <laughs> no not at all because it's not an actual Pokemon so they, they just need to hold on for dear life at this point as it circles around and around and Jigglypuff is like fuck 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 ah <laughs> <laughs> And Team Rocket is just going around and around. Meowth has the swirls on his eyes. I mean, normally that means that a Pokemon has fainted. And he probably did faint from being twirled around so much. But um, <clears throat> but he, he's, he, he's pro- he, it seems like he's just dizzy. But, um, but we're back with Ash and Tracy. And they're bringing up Rhyhorn at this moment. And Rhyhorn... Seems to be grateful um, that they're helping it. They get the Rhyhorn, they bring it up, they untie it, and Rhyhorn um, is just happy to have Officer Jetty there. And um, Rhyhorn um, thanks everybody, growls, and then just walks away. Just, all right, goodbye. And Ash is like, I don't understand it, Officer Jenny. How come Rhyhorn didn't attack you like it attacked us? And she's like, with new people, the Rhyhorn gets nervous. And sometimes they attack, but that one knows me. 
usually the right that uh, usually Rhyhorns are very shy, and Ash comes up with his ten-year-old line that maybe it should be called a shy horn. Just stupid. And Miss is like bad, bad joke. Should have been the end of the episode. Everybody, <laughs> pack up, go home. We'll see you next week. But then. Um, something crazy starts to happen. So Pikachu gra- started grabbing some of the berries that were on this island and started eating it while they, while our heroes were saving the Rhyhorn. And Pikachu's cheeks started turning bright pink, and so did the first half of her tail. Like, so this kind of makes me think: is if these Rhyhorn would like stop eating the berries that they're eating? Like for just a day, do they turn back into gray Rhyhorn? You know, I'm gonna say no, only because these Rhyhorn have probably grown up on the island, so they've probably had a steady diet of the pink berries, so it's probably ingrained in their system. Whereas Pikachu is just a visitor, so it's probably gonna be back. Well, I mean, we know it's gonna be back to normal uh, next episode, but. Yes. It's not going to have enough like long-lasting effects, but I am surprised at how fast acting these berries are. I was Pikachu's too. Had a, he's had a half of a berry and, you know, he's all the parts of him that can be colored have almost been colored. <laughs> <laughs> so, um <clears throat> but then Ash runs over, he he acknowledges that Pikachu's turning pink and um uh, Officer Jenny um says that yeah well that's what makes all the pokemon here on this island turn pink just look around you ash uh this is the only place in the world where pecan trees grow and which i think is kind of crazy i mean i'm sure you can kind of maybe take a tree and maybe grow them elsewhere but nobody has ever tried and they're like yeah that's why all the pokemon here turn pink and Tracy's like, yeah, I guess there must be some kind of natural chemicals inside of all of these berries that makes um, Pokemon turn pink. And Ash freaks out. He's like, will my Pikachu stay this pink forever? And she's like, don't worry. They only pink um, if they eat the berries all the time, which was, I guess, there. There you go. There's the line right there about um the pokemon on the island so i guess the rhyhorn will stay pink because it's been in their diet for who knows how long and um i'm would that mean um the rhyhorn that are born in eggs do they turn out pink too since it was from the diet of the rhyhorn that was holding it hmm these are you know Maybe not as bright as the Rhyhorn that we saw, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was born with a, a very light pink hue at birth and born at birth. Good. That's how you're usually born. <laughs> uh, you, you come out of the egg with a, a pink hue and then obviously a steady diet of the berries probably gets it up to where everybody else is at. So um, we go and we get a Kabutop, um, a ca- not not a Kabutops, a Kabuto. Um, as your who's that Pokemon this week? And then appreciated because that's next week's episode. Yeah, for once there it seems like we're we, we may be getting on track, but I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch. So we'll we'll see what happens on the next one. 
But um, we're back with Team right. Rocket, who have crashed on the island where Ash, Tracy, and Misty have crashed. Doug, take it away, my brother. Oh, um, me, I was like, oh, it looks like we were thrown up on this island. And James is like, please don't mention uh, throw up. Um, and um, they're looking around for the, pardon me, they're looking around for the rare pink Pokemon. And um, <laughs> they're like, look, a pink Jigglypuff, because uh, Jigglypuff uh, survived the uh, turbulent ride. And they're like, look, a pink Jigglypuff. And um, and even Jesse gets caught up in the hype. And then they're like, oh, wait, Jigglypuffs are usually always pink. And, um, <laughs> Jigglypuff got so offended when they ran away. <laughs> we get the, the stereotypical puff up Jigglypuff. And then we fade to a a scene of team rocket running and we get glimpses of um looks like a, a pink mankey and executor gloom bellsprout bioplume oh, that's a, there's a prime there's a primate even i mean yep. caterpie venonet uh what a, what a... Uh, a paris diglet pink diglet's cute um you got Nidorans. Well, one Nidoran is always pink, but it looks like they're showing us that both the boys and the girl Nidoran are pink from eating the berries that are on this island. Who transported all these the Pokemon? To tell them apart? I, exactly. Like, who transported all these Pokemon onto this island? Because this is just a secluded island. So someone brought right. these on here to Habitat or to... Um, What's what's the word, Doug? Oh, um, uh, hmm, you're you're on the right track. Um, for goodness sakes, I've lost it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll um, think of it in five. I'll think of it in five minutes. Gotcha. No problem. But yeah, um, we're populate. What's up? Populate the island. Yes, populate. There you go. I couldn't think of the word. But uh, Jesse and James are kind of ooing and aahing all over these pink Pokemon, which, I mean, it, it is nice to see these Pokemon. To be fair, they weren't on the same island with um, Ash, uh, Tracy, and Misty when they saw Professor Ivy with her diet of you know, specific food that changed the Pokemon. So this is like their first exposure to um, pigment-altered Pokemon. Yep. So, all right. And I'm sorry, I kind of jumped in on you there. So go ahead and take it away, my brother. Oh, yeah. Team Rocket's having a, a fantasy of a, like a, like a pink Pokemon amusement park. And there's rides and all the Pokemon are putting on shows and dancing and singing and, uh, of course, their Pokemon get in on the act, and they're like the stars. And then, of course, you know it wouldn't be a fantasy if we didn't get James in a dress and uh, Jesse dressed up like a man. And <laughs> kind of very much knocking off Disneyland because they have a line of "Come once a year, spend all your money here." Um, 
Jason Pinky Never Sinky, uh, Stinky rather, uh, Pinky Land. You know, I mean, <laughs> gotta get gotta give it up for Team Rocket for always being down for a musical number. Yeah, and uh, Jesse and James. Um, uh, okay, give me one second. I'm I'm still fast forwarding through. And Jesse and James start going, they're like, all right, let's go and capture all these Pokemon. Um, James sends out Victory Bell, who gobbles him up um, right away. And they're like, oh, geez, not this again. And Meowth is like, we have a problem here. And so Jesse goes, all right, well, you can go ahead. um, I got the perfect Pokemon to go out and lick. So go out there and lick them all, lick a tongue. And um, J- James just pops up. He's like, ooh, <laughs> a pink lick a tongue. And Jesse goes, I laughed too hard. <laughs> James, lick a tongue has always been pink. <laughs> and freaking Meowth is like, another smack like that and you'll be turning pink. <laughs> just died. But um, Lickitung starts going in and starts chasing the um, Pokemon that are on the island. Lickitung's like, well, Lickitung's getting pushed by Team Rocket. Not really running, but he's getting pushed. And the Nidoran are running and they run uh, into this tree. Well, well, they said it's a cave. It looked like a tree. And the Lickitung um, goes and starts running and runs into this cave. And then from here... You just hear a bunch of, ah, and Lickitung runs out of the cave, and they're like, what's going on? I wonder what Lickitung is whimpering about. And then they hear footsteps, and Meowth is like, what's that? And out comes a Needle King, and it's a huge Needle King that comes out. And they're like, oh my God, it's the Pink Needle King, and Needle King is just chasing them. And, And I do have to say, they made this Needle King look big at first, but as it's chasing Jesse and James, it's smaller than Jesse and James. That, yeah, that, but it's still a it's still a pissed off Needle King. Yeah, that that's true. True that. So, all right, bro, and then we're back at the police headquarters with Officer Jenny. She's basically explaining to us what we already knew. Pekin Island has been designated a official Pokemon uh, refuge and, you know, visitors are strictly prohibited and, quite frankly, y'all shouldn't be here. And then she has an immediate change of heart because she's like, well, I wouldn't have been able to save that Rhyhorn without you, so I'm not going to press any charges. Um, She says, at least this time. And everybody's like, oh, gee, thanks. And Misty's like, hey, we haven't heard from Professor Oak in a while. Maybe you should call him. And which is ridiculous because it's not like Ash has a cell phone that he can just, you know, as they're being chased by the Rhyhorns. Oh, how's how's everything, Professor Oak? How's my muck? (laughs) Um, So we whip... um, we whip into a phone call, and one of the first things Professor Oak says is, oh, Pekin Island, huh? Have you been arrested yet? 
but uh Ash basically sits there and he's like, yeah, he's like, we promise that we won't say anything. Professor Oak is basically saying, well, you better not. It's a protected island. We get a close up of muck in the background. Um, Professor Oak kind of educates um, our trio about certain professors, I mean, not professors, certain doctors that go over to the island to watch the Pokemon and make sure that they're all safe and all in all of that. And um, but yeah, like I said, we end the call with Muck um, going over on Professor Professor Oak, which um, alarms start going off at this point, and Officer Jenny starts running out. She's like, "Someone's landed on the island again, and I think they're poachers." And they're like, "Huh? Please, can we help you stop them? We can't let any of anybody hurt all of those Pokemon." And Officer Jenny's like, "Yeah, I could use some help." So let's go. So they all leave. We go back to the Needle King chasing Team Rocket, and it's ganging up on them. And James sends Wheezing back and says, Smoke screen. And Smoke screen goes out, and Arbok comes out of its Pokeball and starts squeezing the mess out of Needle King. And Needle and Lickitung finally gets. <laughs> it's wherewithals and it's like yeah i can get in on this action now too and while needle king is getting squeezed by uh arbok goes over and just starts bit slapping the mess out of needle king just whack 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 with his freaking tongue how mad would you be if a if someone came over with their pokemon and just started bit slapping the mess out of you um with their tongue doug how how would you feel if you yeah. were this needle king Oh, just let me get loose. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that tongue out of your mouth and stretch it all the way around you. <laughs> and we find and we do get uh that Needle King has been paralyzed from the licks of Lickitung. And Team Rocket's like, Oh my gosh, we did it. And of course, here come our heroes with Officer Jenny, and they're like, Who do you think you are, you poachers? Stop. And Jesse and Jay is like, did she say trouble? Yeah. Oh, she said, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. But I was paraphrasing. And that that that's when seeing James uh, for some somehow they got a Gengar and a Tauros pink outfit. Which I don't understand how they did that, because they didn't even know that they were even coming up to a pink Pokemon Island. But it's a kid's show. Literally, and, my first thought. I was like, "How do they have time and room? And where did they get these costumes?" And yeah, kids show. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they start running down the model at this point, and after after they're done with the model, let's see. I'm gonna uh, Pikachu comes over and just starts shocking the mess out of all of them, and. They're like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to have to capture your Pikachu, too, then. And then Needle King wakes up from its from being paralyzed, picks up um, Weezing, Arbok, and Lickitung. And Jesse and James are like, man, that shock was Needle King's wake-up call, wasn't it? And then from here, uh, Meowth. Oh, Meowth is on, is on there, too. And J James goes, Weezing, smoke screen now. But Weezing is knocked out. And <laughs> it just gets thrown back in James' face. 
Um, Jesse is like, Arbok, poison sting. And then whack, gets, uh, um, Needle King throws Arbok and Lickitung back in her face. And Needle King is like, ah, and just whips it with its tail. And Team Rocket goes blasting off again. Doug? And <clears throat> um, obviously, Needle King doesn't understand that um, Officer Jenny and company are there to help. But turns around and is like, ah. And she's like, it looks mad. And um, uh, Officer Jenny's like, well, I'm not going to hang around to find out. And, it, you know, she does a crazy whip around. And Neil King is in hot pursuit. And um, <laughs> she attempts to call out Star You. And it gets, obviously, Psyduck comes out. And, and obviously, Psyduck's about to get run over, so it starts running alongside the truck, going, "Get me the back in there!" <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Tracy sends out Meryl, who just gets scared right away. Poor Meryl, and just jumps right back into right back into Tracy's arms, and Ash sends out Pikachu to do Thunder Shock, but. Um, it's it's ineffective because um, Nido King's in a rampage, and Officer Jenny yell her stupid, but then it's like oh, but then she comes up on a dead end, and um, doesn't she know this island? Didn't she know yeah. the dead end was right here? Dummy. Yeah, I I kind of had that same thought. I was like, well, weren't you the one that said, oh, this this is this is this Rhyhorn is my friend, you know? So she's obviously been on the island long enough to make a rapport with the Pokemon. Not this. She obviously game. in the um, center that's on the island. Yeah, that was a big um, kind of a plot hole. And we see that Nido King is loading up Hyper Beam, and uh, like, oh shit, we're fucked. And um, when it's arms again. And I think this time Misty kind of catches a glimpse and um, a force field pops up. And saves them from the hyper beam and they, they all just jump out the car and just start running. And the look on Nido King's face is, the fuck just happened? <laughs> and out of everything, what the hell was Officer Jenny thinking? She takes her rope well, I, I mean, obviously we know what she was thinking, but this Neil King, th th this could have ended badly for her. She takes a rope and and lassos Needle King. And when she lassos Needle King, Needle King grabs a piece of the rope and pulls Officer Jenny in. And Officer Jenny must not have known that this was going to happen, but then whips her car around to start wrapping the rope around Needle King to start tying him up. And Needle King's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I I just woke up. My kids were getting chased. Oh, and he gets dizzy from all the whip arounds and he just falls over. Doug? For trying to be a good father. Um for real. So uh Needle King is out and she's like, Oh, we're safe, and Needle King didn't get hurt, and Officer Jenny's and like this badass hero moment, like something out of Jurassic Park, and now we're at, we're at, we're at sunset, and Officer Jenny is uh, driving our heroes 
would assume out of the range of the island. Yes. And she's like, I'll, I'll get you out beyond the whirlpools where you'll be safe. And um, Ash, Ash is standing there. He says, thanks. And Tracy's kind of got a, a gaga look on his face. We'll get to that in a second. And um, Misty and Pikachu are in the back with uh, Togepi. Misty's trying to get Togepi to move her arms like she saw in the, in the Jeep. And... Fucking you know, Togepi... Ash and Tracy are assholes for this. <laughs> and... Obviously, Togepi... Um... She's in her own world. She's just having a, a blast. And, you know, Misty tries to explain. She's like, it might sound weird, but I think... Um, I think Togepi helped he, us. Uh, Tracy and Ash are basically like, oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little Pokemon. What do you... I mean, it's, a, it's cute, but... Um, Misty brings up in the Jeep when uh, the Hyper Beam missed him. Uh, Togepi move its arms. And... Ash, Ash, of all people, of all people, so oh, it's nice to dream, but I don't think so. Like, what are we all doing here if you didn't have a dream about being a Pokemon? Like, fuck right off with that shit. <clears throat> For real. And then freaking Tracy gets caught up because Ash is like, what are you drawing there? It was a picture of Officer Jenny um, um, lassoing Needle King and he's like, well, I can't watch Pokemon all the time. Love that line. He's like, <laughs> I get lonely. <laughs> but from there, that that was the and end of the episode, really. Because we get one final scene of Misty trying to um, get Togepi to kind of mimic the movement. And Togepi just thinks it's a dance party, so it starts to just move its whole body. Togepi, 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 Togepi. And I mean, cute is all shit. But, yes. Um, and the, the narrator then immediately has to underline it with, well, Togepi saved the day. <laughs> but um, what lies ahead for our heroes remains a mystery. So. so, like, as a viewer, we're allowed to know that it was Togepi, obviously, because we saw it. But we don't get to go along the, the discovery journey with Misty and Ash and Tracy. I suppose is fine, but that would be kind of cool to discover at the same time. But you know, they got to pad these episodes out. So, so what would you give this episode, Doug? This was a, this was solid. Um, I'd give it a three. I was, I was going to say three. I, I try to give whole numbers if I can, and I, I would say this qualifies as a three. So, other than that, um, I don't have a Pokemon pack for anyone today. Notice I didn't say that at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to save my packs for future episodes, for um, bigger episodes. I do. I still have a collection back there. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking a break from your Pokemon cards this week. But you'll have another one next week. So, all right. But, um... Go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Hi, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, sayonara. 
and I will see you next week for another um well I guess I can I can call it Orange Islands episode instead of just Kanto. So another Orange Islands episode. So have a good night everybody and be safe. <laughs>